This is Pro Wrestling Illustrated Presents Pro Wrestling Indistrated, the podcast from your pals at PWI, dedicated specifically and exclusively to the fine world of independent professional wrestling. I'm your host, Kevin McElvaney, Editor-in-Chief of Pro Wrestling Illustrated. Have I said Pro Wrestling Illustrated and PWI enough just yet? Uh, maybe not, but there's still time. There's an exciting episode uh, we have in store for you today. We have a special guest on the show, and that would be none other than Jody himself, formerly Jody the Wrestler. I'm going to talk to him about the recent name change, among a number of other topics, some of which have at least a little bit to do with wrestling. So that that is something you can look forward to. First, I would like to talk a little bit about what's going on in the world of independent wrestling. So... Of course, uh, this is going out on Friday, June 4th. I don't know why I said, of course, you you could be listening to this later. Um, but we have this Saturday, June 6th, excuse me, June 5th. Uh, it will be GCW's Tournament of Survival 666. You're very metal guys. At which, in addition to the opening rounds of this tournament with Alex Cologne, Bam Sullivan, or Invite, Nolan Edward, Atticus Kogar, one called Manders, F.E. and G-Raver. In addition to that, we're going to have Nick Gage calling out, well, it says on on the tweet, Zack Ryder. Um, as far as I know, Zack Ryder does not exist anymore, but there's a photo of him here. He looks a lot like a guy from Impact Wrestling known as Matt Cardona. He's on the flyer. I mean, that doesn't mean he's going to show up necessarily. Uh, but it could mean that it could mean something's going, something's happening with these guys at some point. I mean, maybe it's going to get dragged out all the way until spring break next year. Who knows? Uh, but something is happening there. Strange things are afoot at the circle K. And if you want to watch that show, it's going to be streaming on fight TV live again, that Saturday. Actually, I, I believe I said, said it was Saturday night, but it's Saturday afternoon. Um, and if you're in Atlantic city and you're vaccinated, I, I'm just going to say this. If you're vaccinated and you feel, uh, up to attending, go ahead and do that. I, I'm not, I, that's not policy from game changer. That's just what I'm telling you. Your good pal Wacklevaney. So that's coming up. Want to do a rundown a little bit, uh, what's coming up on IWTV. So tonight we have a new show coming up from deathmatch down under of course, Australian promotion, and they'll have a second show being added to the service on Saturday. A couple of shows from Crimson Crown Wrestling, New Camp Leapfrog on Sunday. That'll be fun. Um, and then next week, there's shows from New South, Heavy Metal Wrestling, AIW, Absolute Intense Wrestling, of course, Limitless Weekly, The Road Show. Wow, this, season three, episode 16 already. That They are really churning those out. Um, very popular series. A lot of great wrestlers on that. Check it out if you haven't already. And then next weekend, in addition to uh, live programming from heavy metal wrestling, there's a new show from no peace underground, which you may have heard about. It's Effie's beer, the gay agenda. And that show is by the way, happy pride month did should have started off with that. I'm very good at not starting off with what I should start off with. And that's, a huge event. A lot of, of uh, great folks are going to be on the card, but the headline match of that show is the titular Effie taking on Paro. So, I mean, that's going to be 
uh, a bloodbath. I mean, there's really no other way to put it. If you are squeamish at all, do not watch the No Peace Underground Fear the Gay Agenda show presented by Effie. Just stay away from it. If that's the case, uh, it's going to be brutal. It's possible there will be somewhat tamer matches on the undercard, but if I know anything about No Peace Underground, and I, I know at least a little bit about No Peace Underground, that probably won't be the case. Uh, nevertheless, that's going to be a fun one to watch. Looking forward to that. Also coming up from IWTV, this is a little bit later in the summer. This is August 8th in Williamstown, New Jersey. Uh, you may have seen the IWTV 100 show has been announced. What that will be is a celebration of 100 defenses of the IWTV championship. So that show, so far we have confirmed one match, and that match is going to be Warhorse, who is PWI's Independent Wrestler of the Year in 2020, taking on John Wayne Murdoch, who was voted by IWTV viewers as IWTV's Independent Wrestler of the Year. So which which guy's going to win out there? We'll find out. Uh, and if you are looking to attend that show again, make sure you're vaccinated. Not IWTV's policy, just my personal policy. Uh, you do, if you order a front row ticket to that show, you get a free copy of the upcoming October issue of Pro Wrestling Illustrated, which is going to be a really good one. Definitely, uh, you know, a little extra bang for your buck there. And uh, who knows? I may, I may end up making it out to that show. It's not too far from me. We're going to we're going to see how things are shaking out by then. All right. Uh, enough of a preamble here today. But I want to thank you for tuning in, for supporting the show. Tell a friend about it. Uh, subscribe to Processing Illustrated Presents. You'll get this podcast as well as the main show, the PWI podcast with Brian Solomon and the ace Al Castle. And that focuses on just the whole wide world of wrestling. If you want to uh, hear thoughtful discussion of recent pay-per-views or uh, big industry news. That's the place to go for that. So again, that's Pro Wrestling Illustrated Presents. You'll get Pro Wrestling Illustrated as well as the standard classic uh, flagship, I should say, PWI podcast with Al Castle and Brian Solomon. Without further ado-do, here's my conversation with Jody himself. Enjoy. Okay, so I think I have to acknowledge the elephant in the room here. The first time I heard from you, Jody, was a DM, and you said, if I message you every day between now and the next 500, will I be number one <laughs> in the 500? Did you ever expect that to work? <laughs> you know, I thought that if I annoyed you long enough, you would give in and put me on the, on the cover as number one, but um, I was really... Honestly, at that time, I was honestly just trying to like build the bridge and I didn't know how else to go about it. <laughs> um, I'm not good at like talking to people. So I always go in with a joke for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Um, I mean, you were already on our radar before that. Um, you've gotten a little more experience in since, since then. Um, if you're going to try the annoying me to get number one approach, Dan Housen's already kind of got that. <laughs> fair i'll annoy you for number two then all right yeah um and there's a whole committee you have to you know kind of deal with like i mean yeah i could probably sneak you on somewhere and no one else would notice because you know i'm doing the final edit on it but then if <laughs> i try to sneak you in the top 10 that might be a, a different story you know unless you like manage or run as i don't know 
can you win the IWGP world title between now and the end of June? Maybe that'll, uh, um, let me make a few phone calls after this. I, I think I could work it out. I'm, I'm just going to DM them and say, Hey, if I message you every day between now and the end of June, do you think I could have the IWGP heavyweight championship? I, uh, I think that's how Osprey got. No, I, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, anyway, uh, so I put a call out for questions to ask you. Um, and I think the more important one to start off with is what's your favorite scene from the movie hot rod. Um, first of all, let me just say best movie of all time. It's a great. Movie. Uh, I have immediately like three come to mind. Okay. I, th- there's obviously the, I- I'm the one who parties. Nobody else parties. <laughs> um, I used to be legit. I used to be too legit. I used to be too legit to quit. But now I'm not legit. I'm unlegit. And for that reason, I must quit. Um, <laughs> and then the what's the song about grandma getting run over by a reindeer? Oh, that's grandma got run over by a reindeer. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's not it. <laughs> All three of those just live in my mind. So those are the quotes. I don't know if those are scenes, but I'll, I'll take that. Um, I will say I had I maybe saw the movie a bunch of years ago and kind of forgot about it, watched it again, and now I watch it like every so often. It's a it's a it's a pick me up. Um, oh yeah, hundred percent. It's like a comfort movie for me. But I think yeah, right, totally. I think maybe the second time I watched it, I had forgotten most of it because it had been a bunch of years. Um, the scene where they are they they have the musical montage and they're doing the very 80s like triumphant walk for the town and then it just turns into them like flipping over cars and smashing things and all that i couldn't stop laughing for like a solid five minutes i honestly forgot about that scene that's a good one yeah yeah it just i mean it's it's a little less funny every time because i mean you see it you see it coming and I just ruined it for everybody who's watching or listening to this. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, interesting thing with that movie is it was originally written for Will Ferrell, and then kind of the the Lonely Island got inserted into it. I heard. Is that real? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, and supposedly they said like the script was mostly the way it was written, but I, I don't believe that at all because a lot of those things that were in that movie would not. Some I could see Will Ferrell being in certain parts of it. Yeah. yeah. Like like the scene where they're like ancestors protect me. That's a totally Will Ferrell scene. Like I could see that 100%. 100%. And then also just the whole the family dynamic and fighting the stepdad and all that. Like, yeah, you know, that's like classic Ferrell. <laughs> yeah. Uh but yeah. So, uh no wrestling connection there if anyone was expecting us to go to wrestling at any point. <laughs> Um, another non-wrestling topic. I'm looking, I'm seeing this flag on the wall. You've got the Wonder Years flag there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, no. Uh, one of my favorite bands, if not my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a Wonder Years tattoo on my arm. Um, I've honestly kind of fell out of like the emo and pop punk scene in recent years. Mm-hmm. Just because a lot of the newer bands sounded the same to me. Maybe I'm just getting older. I don't know. Sure. <laughs> but um like like I, like the last band that i was super into was hot mulligan i don't think i know them they're good they're really good see this is me showing my age here so <laughs> and it's funny because like wonder years were i mean uh, we're outside of philly here 
huge Philly band. Uh, but by oh, that yeah. point, I was kind of like, oh, man, all these bands are starting to sound the same. I don't know if I care about this. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's a function of age. So some, some other people are going to like be commenting and like, what are you talking about? This is a golden age for emo. Sixth wave right. emo is the way to go. Like, <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> Um, I mean, you did the playlist for PWI. I mean, that was, I think that was all hip hop on there, right? Yeah. Um, so for that, I, I definitely had other songs that like, I had a, a long list of things that I was considering, but I decided to go with those ones because I feel like not only does it represent me well, it represents the character well, I guess. Uh -huh. Um, not even, it's not even that I really play a character ever. I'm just myself turned up, but um like i feel like the current iteration of jody is hip-hop base and party base so i kind of went with that and are you sticking with the jody himself then i mean is that for now or is that what you're gonna uh, do? i love that um i think it's permanent um i said it as a joke on a discord call with my friends and i was like wait that's actually kind of sick yeah because um, yeah. we were we we're literally just watching jackass together and i was like rab himself is such a good name i'm just gonna be jody himself wait that's actually kind of good you know that's i didn't even think about that as being the origin for it but that's really good and it's it kind of uh it's sort of dignified but jokey at the same time so that's right um, yeah it's like not too serious but it also is like it looks good on posters and it sounds uh, good announced what were but some of the other names what were some of the other names you were? Cause you were J Jody, the wrestler is the old iteration. What some people might know you as, I, th I think were you called like young boy or something like that at one point that, that wasn't your picking. Like that was, that was a storyline thing. Yeah. Um, so I debuted as young boy. Um, <laughs> uh, there's a wrestler out here, Jace battle, love him to death. He, uh, his character was that he believed that Japan stole strong style from him. <laughs> He thought he made it up and uh, Japan stole it. So he would uh, like, he would steal things back from them. Like he was like, oh, the young boy system, that's mine now. Give me that. Um, <laughs> so um, he originally it was supposed to be like a bunch of young boys, but it ended up just being because we debuted at a random road trip show in Utah. And so I ran with him and it ended up just. The chemistry was there, so we kept kept it to one person. Uh -huh. um, and then after that happened, I went by Jody Summers for a minute. Um, after we had our big blow off feud, but then I found out that there's a video game character literally named Jody Summers. <laughs> so I, I had to check. Then that's when I just became Jody the wrestler because I could think of a different name. Oh, that's funny. So, and but, then you, but, you you tried out a couple of, or maybe you were just trying to get reactions on Twitter or something, but you were, I, I don't even remember what they were now. Oh yeah. No, those were just like, I was just putting a different last name every day at that point. Yeah. Um, I was just throwing them out there as jokes. Yeah. Like I had like Jody Kennedy and like a bunch of other shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. None of them were ever going to be, I don't, I never saw myself as like a first name, last name dude. Right. Yeah, I mean, uh, and there's there's plenty of precedent. I mean, tons of wrestlers out there just one name. So, yeah. But then, uh, like himself popped up, and I was like, okay, that's actually kind of perfect. Good. All right, so it's probably going to stick then. Yeah, uh, hopefully. That kind of reminds me of the names every day. It's I, I tie everything into Old Simpsons, but it's uh, 
they would always tease that they accidentally revealed the state that Springfield was in. And then you find oh, out yeah. reason it's not actually. Yeah. So it kind of felt like that, like, oh, oh this is finally it. No, no, no. <laughs> totally buying in, you know. So if you were trying to uh, to to hook the marks, I guess, with it, then you got me and I was tr- trying to be attentive. But once or twice, I was like, this one feels sincere. I don't know why. I'm just going to let him keep fooling me over and over again every day. <laughs> Honestly, any of my bits being compared to old Simpsons is a compliment. So I'll take that. Oh, good. Yeah. Just not a, not maybe not new Simpsons. Although I'm sure there, there are people out there who love the new Simpsons. That's probably another example of like, oh, this is old now. This is, this is passed me by. I I haven't seen any new Simpsons at all. Um, I still watch the old episodes because they're on Disney Plus. I just watch one yeah. repeat. There was a point where I tried to keep up with it and at least watch the Treehouse of Horror every year, but I, I haven't even been keeping up with that anymore. Um, I have a friend who absolutely still sees every episode because he has to be a completist about it. But I mean, even he admits like, okay, it's hard getting through a lot of these. <laughs> um, so speaking of uh, old time things and things passing you by, uh, not you by, but the whole thing with the polyam cult party. So there was this big controversy with the viral clip. And I mean, MV <laughs> has been getting a lot of these situations lately, but it started with you guys um, where you had this, you know, you were, you, you are acquainted with each other outside of the ring and you decided like, okay, we're going to go out there and maybe lay into each other a little bit. And yeah. I'm not asking you to peel back the curtain as far as that goes, how hard those hits were. You could tell some of them were pretty hard. Um, what do you make of the people who like basically just made it their whole day to give you a hard time about that? I loved it. Um, I was calling that move the unsafe elbow for a little bit after that. <laughs> um, like, I don't know. It was just so awesome to like, because I know and Envy knows that neither of us were injured. Right. Neither of us were hurt. So like the fact that I was able to hit him, and make it look hard enough to where people are like, this person needs to get out of the business. I, I took it as a compliment. They just, they were so angry because my elbow looked too good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like I, this isn't, this is nothing new. And I mean, it, it used to always be a cool thing when you would see like feuding brothers or something like that, when you would see like the Hardys when they were split up or, you know, kayfabe brothers, but edge and Christian, um, yeah. you know, like, you know, by the time, because they're so well acquainted and close by the time they get in the ring, they're going to kind of just go for it and, and be, uh, I guess snug is the word that was yeah, years ago. <laughs> um, and like, I, I, I don't know. So there's nothing new about that. I mean, that goes back way further than those guys. Um, but did you find overall the feedback so you got a lot of negative feedback maybe but like did this also give you a boost did you get new followers on twitter like did you oh yeah Yeah. no like there were hundreds of people who have no idea who they are coming out to defend me so if anything like the people who were mad about it did nothing but give me more attention like that's that's the thing about social media is that like you can think that you're shitting on somebody but if Mm -hmm. that's somebody who you're mad at isn't I don't, I don't know how to say it, but like, I'm not easily gotten to, I guess. Yeah. So like, okay, you can be really mean to me, but also you just gave me 200 followers. So thank you for that. I'm going to go sell some t-shirts. Bye. So, I mean, it never does actually get to you then. Like if you, if 
like people can, is there anything that hurt your, hurt your feelings or has you like, man, this kind of ruined my day a little bit seeing this. Um, not really. No, like I, there have definitely been times where people will take things too far and it, I either like, sometimes it's even like people who like me who just take jokes too far and have to be like, yo, <laughs> take it easy. <laughs> um, like I remember one time there's this fan who like, this was like a year ago, probably he like just started making stuff up about, and it was like obvious that this person had no idea who I was. Um, wow. But I like, I like donated all my money that I made off merch to suicide prevention one month. And he was just like, he kept all this money. He lied. He did this. He did that. So I was like, and then like people started believing it that I like lied for money. And that kind of, that was like the one that ruined my day the most. Yeah. But I mean, that's accusing you of, crime and i mean it's not a fun crime it's not a right it's not and downloading like, a movie like you would download a car uh <laughs> it's <laughs> i literally posted like the receipt like thank you for your donation yeah but uh, yeah, it a, is that's a weird thing to make up about some i mean and really i mean it's illegal to say that somebody did something like that that's you know there are laws against that kind of thing afterwards um, I found out because one of my friends messaged me. Apparently the person who did it is just like notorious for doing that. I just had no idea who they were. Right. Like right. they, they, they do that all the time with a bunch of different wrestlers for no reason other than their own amusement. Oh, they, they sound like a lot of fun. Do not tell them uh, about PWI <laughs> or my handle. Or <laughs> <laughs> you don't need the help. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, what, like, what do you have? I don't want to say what you have coming up because I know you can't always, uh, you know, reveal all that by the time this comes out, but like, what are you looking to accomplish? You know, we're in, we're in June now we're halfway through the year. What else do you want to get done in 2020, 2021, 2020 is a hopeless cause. At this point. Oh my God. Yeah. I, I didn't even catch it. I didn't even catch that you said yeah. 2020. Um, so honestly, a lot of my goals for the year have already kind of been met. Uh-huh. Um, like paradigm pro wrestling was on was literally top of my uh like want list at the beginning of the year and that happened almost i think that was february uh-huh. um california has been on my list forever and uh i just got announced today actually i'm going out there on june 19th um so a lot of it honestly is already kind of going well for me um for the rest of for the rest of 2021, I guess I just want to wrestle in new places. Right. Um, Cause I'm wrestling a lot right now, but it's kind of like I do the same shows, which I'm not mad at. I love being a regular paradigm. I love, I love being a regular yeah. versus, but like, I kind of just want to put myself in front of new audiences and see, cause I, I feel really good about the stuff that I'm doing right now. And the crowds that I'm working right now are, very into it, but I want to see how crowds who might not know me react to all the stuff that I've been doing. Right. Yeah. Especially as fans are back at the shows. Uh, you, yeah. so you, you talked about paradigm. I mean, you, so you were part of the no hook stuff, which is really unconventional at times. <laughs> Some of the yeah. stuff you were doing there. Uh, let's not assume that everybody listening to this has seen it. Maybe they have, maybe they haven't, but describe it for someone who has never seen these shows. What, what goes on with it? Um, so I've always described it as uh, Def Jam, but make it wrestling. Right. Um, it's like a like a hip hop based 
um, it's a TV. I, I would call it more of a TV show about wrestling than it is a wrestling show. Right. Um, insane storylines, like things that are just like, like I had a magic elbow pad that I got from a, a traveler in an alleyway. Um, <laughs> but the magic elbow pad only works if I put something of great value on the line. So if I put something, I think it's the rule was the risk has to be greater than the reward. Right. Um, and if I do that, then the magic elbow pad, of course, knocks everybody out with one, one, one blow. But if I don't, then it doesn't work. Um, very serious stuff going on in that universe. Um, uh, we saw in the last match with Chase that it, I actually it no longer is working, so we'll see where that goes. But um, like there's just like like Sandra Moon is literally from space. Um, <laughs> I think it's implied that uh, Lazarus is an actual zombie. So it's just there's a lot going on there. Um, I it's. Honestly, not even just because I'm on it, but it's like my favorite wrestling to watch right now. Um, it's, it's very different. J-Rose is in charge of like the production and the, the writing of it all. And I genuinely 100% believe that J-Rose is the most important person in indie wrestling right now. Wow. Um, I think what he's doing is more beneficial for independent wrestling and for independent wrestlers than anyone in a long time has done uh and i it's because he actually cares he cares about the people and he cares about the shows right more than i think i've ever seen anyone care so it's like i think he's a genius and him writing the show has just been so good yeah he's he puts a lot of work into it i actually talked to him about no hook for a previous issue of pwi the state of the independence and talking to people who are doing some kind of innovative things and i mean he's doing he's he's an auteur in that case. He's like writing it, directing it, editing it, yeah. announcing on it. Like it just uh, like, it, um, and, and I, it's probably worth mentioning that that's actually, is he doing the ring announcing on it as well? I'm, I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah. yeah I it's, thought so. it's like kind of untraditional style though, where there's no microphones. There's no, right. yeah. He, he just kind of does it all on the ring and straight to a camera. Right. Right. Um, and he, uh, that it's worth mentioning that that's probably if people are not familiar with paradigm where they might know Jay Rose from is doing commentary for any number of other indie shows. So, I mean, he, even before this got around, contributed a lot, oh, yeah. um, you know, and then just outside of paradigm, uh, helped put the, for the culture shows together, just a lot of different things. Um, so he, he, I mean, he gets, he's starting to get recognized and get some credit, but he deserves a lot more credit than he, he's gotten. Oh yeah. 100%. I, um, me and me and the S4 TV crew are running our first show in a couple months. And the first name that we all agreed on that we need to bring in is J Rose immediately. We're like, we, we can't have this show if J Rose isn't on it. So we're I mean, going to be bringing him out to Vegas. And I mean, that's like a Howard Finkel thing. It's like before we <laughs> before Vince signed any wrestlers, he brought the Fink in because he knew he needed somebody to be right. the face of it. Um, is right. this for Grab House or is this a different? Um, it is for Grab House. Um, 
we I kind of like I was prepared to do it alone but it's like we were all sitting and talking about it and it was just a lot more fun to me to like book the show with my friends so I they're all officially a part of Graph House now right um to all of them to different degrees because um some of them just wanted to wrestle and not have to um (laughs) if they end up doing well they don't want it to be accredited to being a part of the booking team so (laughs) well like as as the show goes more like as we book more shows it'll become clear like who's doing what i think but um yeah it's like i've wanted to do it forever and then uh summerslam is coming to vegas this year did they come from that yeah that's that's been the so that's the thing is that they ha- they announced the venue and they have it on hold, but they might move to LA. I wow. guess there's a ch- I guess there's like a chance that they move to LA last minute or something. That's what I was hearing. Um, so if all thi- all things go well and they stay in Vegas, we're running SummerSlam weekend. Um, if not, then we're probably still going to do it in August, but just choose a different weekend so a bunch of people aren't leaving town to go to SummerSlam. Right. And I mean, any, any hopes of doing something, I mean, maybe, maybe the collective is already doing something, but something like the collective around it, where there's other events happening, whether it's Vegas promotions or bringing another promotion out to run a show, or is it just um, too much to do <laughs> more well, than no, one? No, cause uh, versus out here in Vegas is running that weekend as well. Oh, good. Uh, we're, we're actually uh, running a double shot with them where they're going to run it like five and then we're going to run it like eight. Right. Um, Cause their venue is in a mall and the mall is going to be closed by the time our show starts. So it's literally going to be like an open mall, completely empty except for us. And I think it's, it's going to be such, such like a sick environment for it. Uh-huh. Um, Future stars of wrestling is running that weekend. Um, there's another indie company coming into town that I'm, isn't announced yet. So I'm not going to blow their spot. Yeah. Um, it's it like as of now, if WWE is here, it's it's looking like it's going to be a big indie weekend. Awesome. It's just if they stay or not. Right, right. It's that's got to be a little uh, nerve wracking too, as you make all these arrangements and are maybe bringing you know you're bringing at least J Rose in from out of town and yeah. probably some workers as well, and then you know it could all be changed closer to the show. That has to be a little stressful. Yeah, um, and we're making sure to let people know, like, hey, we're still confirming the show, but if you have this date available, like, let me know. Right. And there are like, like, there are like some a couple bigger names that we want to bring in that we're like, we haven't even hit them up yet because we don't want to have them keep a date open and lose another booking if we can't confirm yet. I've got to assume you're talking about Braun Strowman there. Yeah, um, we're bringing in Braun Strowman. Um, I'm going to wrestle him. I'm going to beat him in three minutes. Can you uh, imagine not, not just to bring him in? I mean, presumably some company is going to bring him in, whether it's on the independent level or not. But, like, you have to <laughs> come in and lose to me who you've never, you know, interacted with at all. Or or maybe, no offense to you, but maybe he hasn't heard of you, you know. We know right. he doesn't feel great about the independent <laughs> circuit. <laughs> So, <laughs> hey, welcome to the Indies, kid. Here's my yeah. bag. <laughs> he would love that, I'm sure. Um, oh yeah. 
so you talked a little bit about your group uh, and passing a couple of times here. So I don't know. Have you ever revealed what the what the initials stand for? Yeah, whenever we released our first shirt, we revealed it. Um, it simps for the business. <laughs> um, it also it honestly all started as a joke because uh, the first time we got booked at Paradigm, um, it was the first time we'd ever like all traveled together or anything. Um, I mean, like we've done a car trips, but it's the first flight we all caught. So like we were together a lot that weekend. We shared a hotel room. Like all four of us were in one hotel room. So we were this together a lot and a lot of inside jokes came from it. Um, but that one was literally like we were at the airport waiting for our flight. And um, I, I, I do this joke a lot where I do like an old Southern vet voice and like shit on new wrestlers. So I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm like, brother, you think I got time to simp for a girl? No, I only simp for the business, brother. I'm all about it. And I just kept doing that over and over again. And on the flight back home, we all sat with each other and I was like, they were like, like, we were all talking about, like, we need to become a group. Like, we need to make this a travel group because I think we have a unique, we, we have like a really unique dynamic that a lot of people cling on to and it's sick. So we all kind of immediately knew, like, yeah, this has to be the group. Um, and like, we were trying to think of a name and we couldn't. And then I started doing it. I, I did the bit again. And then uh, I think it was Lazarus was like, that's the name. That, that that's the name. <laughs> it's uh, funny that you just fall into these things too. I mean, between that and first Jody the wrestler, and then Jody himself, like these right. are just kind of like, wait, we already have it. <laughs> Everything I do is on accident, and it just works. <laughs> Feeling <But> like. Like like the the S four TV, I think that group was always going to be a thing. Um, because Laz and Cassandra, or sorry, Laz and Sandra, um, have been my like I've known them since twenty fifteen, and we've always been really really close. Um, like I knew them in when they were just starting training, and I was a manager at the time. Uh-huh. Um, and like I said, we've always just been super close. And then Adriel, I we only became close like recently but we've been traveling so much together and we go to the gym so much that it like the relationship has just grown so quickly like we've become so close in such a little amount of time so it was like always clear to me that it was going to become an on-screen thing eventually that's awesome Uh, um is there anything well before we get to that i want to give you a chance to plug stuff um but first I mean, this is the the thing people just do on Twitter uh, or wherever else they talk about who they want to face. You know, it seems like you've already faced a lot of the people that you've wanted to face this year, you know, already. But like, who's on that list? Who do you want to have a match with? Um, So I actually have a, a, a top three that I constantly go back to. Braun Strowman. Uh, Braun Strowman. um, Mojo Raleigh. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, it's Suge D, Lee Moriarty, and Colin Delaney are my top three. Um, in no particular order. And then the number one match, like if I could have any match, and I don't, I don't consider them like dream matches because I've wrestled most of them. Um, I want to do me and Sandra Moon 
versus Lazarus and Adriel. It's an S4TB uh, the exhibition match. Just I think that would be that, that's my number one dream match right now is just me and all my friends beating each other up. That seems feasible. I feel like you could do that like next week if you wanted. Honestly, yeah, it's been close to happening a couple times. Like Paradigm, it was an idea, and then Paradigm decided. Uh, I can't say what, but this the 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 alternatives that they came up with are sick. Yeah. Um. I. It'll probably end up happening in Vegas or something like at a versus pro wrestling or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um. But it's this. If worst case scenario, I just book it at Grab House. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, what do you want to plug? Um, JoeDealerWrestler.com. I have a bunch of merch up there. Um, CrowdedMouthEmporium.com. I have like exclusive collabs and stuff with them. Um, JoeDealerWrestler on all social media. Um, if you see me on Tinder, uh, come to Vegas. Set it to like 10 miles northeast. Uh, I'll be on there. Um, bad bitches only. Thank you. Um, <laughs> God bless. I think that's it. I think that's all I got going on right now. Cool. All right. Well, I mean, thank, thanks for coming on pro wrestling. Illust- illustrated Illustrated. <laughs> Can't say the fake name I made up for it. Uh, <laughs> it's been cool. Thanks, Jody.